What's up, everyone? This is Arnav, an aspiring founder, product geek, and a builder. And this is Building Something Podcast, where I build products in public and interview founders, creators, and innovators about all things tech, their best practices, and suggestions. What is good, everyone? Today, I'm super, super psyched to have my friend and an amazing person. See with me. See, would you want to just quickly introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. Hey, Arnav. Thank you so much for the introduction and for introducing me to the platform. Uh, my name is C. I'm the founder and CEO of Ponder, which is a long distance delivery service for pets and other animals. Uh, so equivalent to what Uber does for passengers, I am doing the same for pets and animals and livestock. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. That's absolutely amazing. And just a quick brief for the audience as well. She has been an awesome, awesome friend of mine uh, since we started chatting and she's helped me a lot as a first time founder. But yeah, just to kickstart things off, see what is Ponder and yeah, what are you working on? So Ponder is basically a, it's a tech company, um, software based. Um, well, actually I'm moving into software. Um, so basically it is a transportation service for pets and animals, um, mostly long distance. So between states or across the country, um, wherever a breeder rescue, um, or anyone who's in need of pet transportation needs, um, that's, basically the service that my company provides for them. Um, and I've been doing this for about three and a half years. Um, I started as, you know, um, a rideshare driver and, you know, by the grace of God, I was able to um, get into this wonderful industry, um, dealing with pets and animals. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to expanding and hopefully, um, you know, creating an awesome service for people who really need it. That's absolutely amazing. And yeah, just kickstarting things off, how did you actually find this problem to work on? Because one of the things that I realized uh, for first-time founders, including me, is essentially finding that first problem to basically start working on. So how did you go about that? Well, actually, I was in a really bad, tough situation. Um, I was a rideshare driver back in 2017, working Lyft and Uber, which I'm sure a lot of people understand in Miami, where it's hot, you know, it's hustle city. And I just got tired of always being short and not having enough money to take care of myself. And literally my bills started stacking up. So I was just like, I need to figure out what is another way that I can make money. And literally I was just sitting on my bed one day after searching hourlessly, you know, countless times for other rideshare gigs that could provide me the same flexibility, but um, with better pay, but I wasn't finding anything. And so one day I was sitting on my bed and something just was like Google pet transport. I didn't even know what that was. I was just like, what is that? So I Googled it and lo and behold, a couple of companies popped up. Um, I subscribed to the first one I seen and I actually, yeah, I subscribed to their membership and I actually signed up as a driver um, at the same time. And I think within maybe three days, I got my first um, book shipment um, for two dogs out of Florida to California. And that's where everything started off for me with Ponder. So 
um, yeah, it was really interesting. I got to travel. <laughs> I got there within three days. I think it was for like $1,600. And I think any Uber driver who knows that they're going to make $1,600 in three days would definitely jump on that. So um, yeah, I made the money and that's how I got started. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So was it was it during this time when you were like, hey, um, if I can essentially do this myself, I think I can expand it to basically empower other drivers to do so like was this was this your aha moment um i think it was but it didn't happen right away it was kind of later down because mm -hmm. you know when i first got started i was solving my own problem of not having any money you know but at the same time i was helping other people who needed their pets to get transported um they're I essentially see. family members so my aha mm -hmm. moment, it came later down when I realized the gravity um, of what I was creating. And I was just like, wow, like this, if I could make this and help provide a better life for myself, imagine how many other people in my shoes would love an opportunity like this who probably just don't have, you know, maybe the, the resources to do so. So, yeah, I would definitely say it did come, but a little later down. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I that's what I found with like a lot of lot of founders who make it through as well. It's like having that give first mindset and providing value is 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 it's is super super key. But yeah, in terms of validating this particular problem, how did you how do you go about validating that this is something that essentially can be required at scale? Well, I'm not the first person to come up with this idea. Um, as I said before, you know, I actually hopped off, hopped on somebody else's platform, um, but they were doing it a lot differently from how um, Ponder or, you know, as far as the technical side of, of things. Um, so I just figured out that, you know, if, if I could, you know, figure out who are these potential and core people, um, you know, then I'll be good. And, and so a lot of breeders and a lot of private owners who were at the time experiencing a lot of issues with um, the airlines, um, that gave me a large potential for my first early customers. So um, yeah, I guess just being in it and really being able to identify um, those people using my service over and over again, I was able to single out, okay, these are my first people, these breeders, these private owners, these dog trainers, these rescues, these are my core um, audience. And I was able to build that up over time. Took me a long time, but <laughs> I was able to do it. As it always does, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> one thing, one thing that I was, uh, one thing that I was wondering was, uh, so getting like the first users. How did you scrape by to like, firstly, like where are these users? Like, how did you find these users, and how did you um, like convince them to give their pets to you, basically? Well, so my first user, or I should say, my first customer, um, came from that website. Um, so what I, I realized. See. People often will give you their trust if you can um, deem yourself trustworthy. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, not having really any, well, I did have experience with pets before, not necessarily a transporter. And because of my rideshare experience, I was able to um, use that and build up my profile, you know, from the jump. So they're like, okay, she has experience on the road and she's dealt with animals before. Um, seeing that, that is what internally gave. Uh, my first two customers, um, 
just that comfort in saying, here's my pet and I trust that you'll get it there safely. And so after I delivered them safely, I took pictures, I sent updates on the way. Um, and then I was able to start building up my profile from the good reviews from them. Um, and luckily on the other side um, was a breeder who, who I actually picked up from, um, from those two people. And he still uses me three and a half years later to this day. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, just from doing a good job and showing them that, you know, I am trustworthy. I was able to, to, to build up my network that way. Absolutely love it. Honestly, this is, this is, this is what I meant by like a give first mindset, essentially providing like an 11 star experience to the first few people who actually take a bet on you, you know, as like a first time founder, um, or as an early stage, early stage, basically founder as well. Um, that's, that's, Absolutely. that's super awesome. Totally. And, uh, and also one thing that I loved was essentially actually piggybacking off an existing platform. I think Airbnb did this, this, this as well with like Craigslist, uh, essentially piggybacking off existing platforms and finding early adopters from that sense. But yeah, I absolutely love that. Uh, in terms of, in terms yeah. of being, uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of working on Ponder, uh, are you a solo founder? Would, I would love for you to tell us a bit about that. Uh, yes, I am a solo founder and I'm glad you asked that because I think, a, I, I think starting out a lot of, um, first time entrepreneurs feel like I have to have a co-founder the first time and you can actually go wrong, um, by doing that. If you don't choose the right person, um, it's better to have no co-founder at all and try to figure out things and, and actually hire services to do some of the things that you need done um, rather than just hire a co-founder just because it's a cool thing to do or because that's what um, other tech successful tech platforms have done. Um, eventually you will need those people, but in the beginning, I think it's important to um, just start with what you know, start with what works. Um, it doesn't always need another person to be involved with that. Um, and then you start identifying, okay, what are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? And whatever your weaknesses are, whether they're financial, whether they're um, marketing, whatever it is, you can certainly hire services to do that in the beginning. Um, of course, eventually, as you begin to grow, you will need that though that power team or that extra person, that co-founder or what have you. But in the beginning, I think it's important to um, just use the resources that you have, which are yourself and which are the things that you have access to right now. I've 101% agreed, honestly. This is what I realized as well as like a fellow solo founder. Um, sometimes it's easy to make an excuse to not get started just because, hey, I don't have a co-founder, I don't have a tech background, blah, blah. And like these excuses just go on. I think sometimes it's just like, you know, getting started is like the first step you can actually take. Um, that's pretty awesome. Um, awesome, awesome insight. But yeah, in terms of in terms of what your team is now, three and a half years after starting Bonder, how does that look? Are you still uh, working solo, or how's how's the team looking basically? Well, I have a couple other people on board. I have a software engineer now, and I do have a um, an overseas designer who's been amazing. Um, he kind of acts somewhat of you know, kind of like a co-founder in a way, um, just his thinking skills. And because he's had, um, you know, uh, product management before, it makes it a lot easier to, you know, maneuver and make certain decisions because of that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's just been me and, and those two people. Um, I'm looking to hopefully bring on um, one or two additional people to help um, with the growth process. Um, but yeah, it's, it's mainly been me, but they have definitely contributed um, to building Ponder Up and making it to what it is now. Absolutely love it. And Ponder is also sort of like a marketplace. So would love to hear your thoughts in terms of, in terms of how did you come across by, um, come across in terms of like kickstarting the marketplace itself, because it's both juggling supply and demand. Uh, that is super, super hard. So yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts about that. I think because of my own experience of already working in the field, um, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it a lot easier because you're able to see it from both views as both the customer, the driver, you know, and so forth. Um, so I definitely knew that there was, uh, well, I look, at, I look at things this way. When you look at all the startup companies that are out there that are generally providing a service or like you said, a marketplace, Um, They're acting as brokers. So anytime, um, you know, regardless of if it's startup or not real estate or or any type of field, brokers usually, they make all the money and they both provide the platform and the service for both customers to come to get their needs um, taken care of and they're willing to pay for it. And then you have the service providers who are looking to make money and are offering their services for money. So if you're able to, to meet both of those needs, um, then you're, 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 you definitely have something there. And I think that's something that you have to ask yourself when building a marketplace. Um, you know, if I am the broker, you know, which you are, <laughs> if you own a marketplace, <laughs> what service is being provided and who is the target customer who's willing to pay for it? And if you can solve those two things, then you definitely have something. Yeah, 100%. And the best part about uh, best part about your journey that I love is essentially you found a paying user uh, in the first few days, which is awesome. It's like there, that's the best kind of validation that you can get. Just get the first paying few users. And of course, like provide the best and the most amount of value that you can provide to that those first few people that actually put a they took a bet on you essentially as an early stage, early stage founder. But yeah, uh, in terms of your recommendations for young, inspiring founders who are just getting started, um, what would that be like your biggest recommendation? Take your time studying your market. And I want to stress taking your time. Um, uh, That's what a lot of them don't tell you. And when I say them, I mean, you know, some of these places you may go to, um, whether it's a a boot camp or whatever, you need to take your time and really get Mm. to know your market and who that target is. It takes a long time to build trust with people and it takes a long time to build an audience. Um, You will have those people who get lucky, I would say, um, and are able to do that fairly quickly and tap into that. Um, But really get to know your market if you're able to somehow tap into that community and see what their needs are and really work on growing that. I think that's what's important. Um, So I would just say, take your time. This is not a rush. This is not a competition. Whatever was made for you will work for you. Um, I'm a huge believer of that. And um, no one will operate this thing like you will. Um, So just keep that in mind. 
100% agreed. There's this amazing thing that you just touched, see, uh, that is like essentially execution totally depends from founder to founder, right? Like a lot of people think, oh, this is just like an awesome idea. I should like not talk about this. But essentially, I think the best thing is like talking about it because <laughs> uh, that puts you in like an audience first mindset and helps you build that audience right. as well, um, which is like the key. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, be selective in what you say, but I mean, you can talk things into existence. I had an idea mm-hmm. before that, that literally was not built out and I got I got a lot of people interested in it, um, mainly the target people that I was targeting to. Um, mm-hmm. And you can, I mean, there are dangers with that if you don't do it properly, but I mean, just throw around the idea just to see how people react to it. Um, and there, I don't see any harm done in that. Um, and if you get a great response, then you can pursue it further. Um, so yeah, I, I would agree with that to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally, 100%. And also one thing that uh, you brought up was essentially taking time. <laughs> what I'd realized mm-hmm. is is a lot of times time boxing your uh, way to product market fit sort of like sort of like puts you in an anxious position. Like uh, you, you remember the last time we were having a chat as well. It was essentially, I was super, super anxious. And I was like basically dealing with this anxiety and like that actually sort of like um, affected my mental health as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of, in terms of managing that alongside being an early stage founder, what would your recommendations be? Um, as far as what the time aspect of it and the mental health aspect as well. Um, here's what I'll say. If it's going to drive you to insanity or over a cliff, learn to take breaks. It's okay to say, you know what, I've had enough for maybe the week. Um, I'm mentally about to lose it or I can feel like, you know, cause I've been there many, many times. Um, learn to give yourself breaks, learn to say no at times. I think everyone is looking to be the next Zuckerberg or the next Elon Musk. But (laughs) the truth about it is they're already them. So you can never be the next them because they're already them. How can you be a better you? That's what you should focus on, you know? And if something is driving you wild and that crazy, just take a break from it for a little bit. Learn to give yourself maybe a a week if you have to take 30 days. Do whatever you have to do um, because people think that you know, hustling or not even just hustling, but working yourself into the ground is product being productive and it's actually being counterproductive. Um, you have to be in the right mental space to, to be able to um, carry things out in a way that makes sense and that helps people, you know? So take your breaks when you need to, know when to say no. Um, it's the number thing, one thing I would say. Absolutely love it. Thanks a lot. See, it's always, always awesome chatting with you. But yeah, it was awesome having you up here in the podcast. Uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how would how would they best do that, basically? Um, thank you for having me, actually. <laughs> this is really cool. Um, they can reach out to me. Um, I don't have a personal uh, social media anymore, but they can certainly follow uh, the Ponder's business page at GoPonder. Um, that is on all platforms, twin, Twitter and Instagram. And that's G-O-P-A-W-N-D-R. Um, on Facebook, it's G-0-P-A-W-N-D-R. Um, so the only thing you're changing is a zero for Facebook. Um, and yeah, stay tuned. Watch the cool things that we have coming up, our updates. 
um, as far as tech is concerned and just what we're doing um, with our company. So yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll link this in the description below as well. Thank you so, so much coming up, C. It was awesome chatting with you. Oh my goodness, Arnav. Thank you so much. And I hope to visit again. Awesome. See ya. Bye. And that was C, the founder and CEO of Ponder. I hope you're liking this content, y'all. And please feel free to let me know if you have any feedback for me. Next episode will be an update on my MVP and what I'm working on these days. As I said, I'll be building and failing in public and would love for you all to join me. Finally, please don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Would love for you all to give me a review. Until next time, peace out.